Thanks for coming to hang out with us today. Ruck Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We chat about real things that military families deal with and help you to love the call to action. So you know the drill. Ruck Up Buttercup! Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Today we found a topic that we haven't talked about and we're really excited to kind of talk about. We don't hear anybody talking about it until like, of course, it's coming up on their schedule and they're stressing out about it. So we're talking about military balls. We have a really fun new guest on with us. Her name is Selena Kamaki. She is a military spouse like us, has a whole bunch of things going on, honestly. So I'm in the story today when this is posted, you guys will see her little spiel. She has a really, really cool PDF for you guys to kind of see a little bit of everything she does. But I'm going to go ahead and let her kind of introduce herself before we get started. Hey, aloha, everybody. My name is Selena Conmackey. I'm first a military spouse. My husband just retired in October, so we're now transitioning into that life, and that's interesting. I'm also a WordPress website designer and digital marker, run my own business, and I help medium-sized businesses kind of like find that footing in uh, the digital world. So that's a little about, about me. I'm a mom and a dog mom as well. And I'm from Hawaii. So you can keep going and going, right? <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I think I'm like, and this and that. <laughs> I love it though. I think that a lot of military spouses end up having a lot of titles because we get ourselves volunteered and we're in part of so many things. So you can just kind of add on to that. You also work here with AMSA, right? Yeah, I'm actually recently got brought on as their events uh, manager with my biz bestie, Anna Larson, and we just kind of host all the events that they have there, masterclasses, all the things. So it's kind of fun being part of that community. Super cool. Because that is a really cool community of just entrepreneurs that are all military spouses. Yes. Yeah. So we are kind of all on different chains of like where we are in our lives. I know that I, my spouse is already out. So we've been out of active duty for seven years. I think we decided on Kim's also edging out on retirement and Ashley's kind of transitioning to a different kind of story for where her military career they're headed. So as far as your like story in the military, where does that go? And you were saying you came in a little bit later in life. Yeah. So I kind of like jokingly always introduce myself as like a new old spouse because I came in at like 40 And that doesn't seem to be the typical entry into military life sometimes, or so I assumed, right? I found myself just trying to catch up with the peers that I was connecting with, you know, that already had all the acronyms down. They knew they could look at a rank emblem and know exactly what that was, even just knowing the difference between an officer and a non-commissioned. I mean, there's all the things. So yeah, 40. I can't say that it really gets a whole lot easier. I'm saying I've been in part of it for like 15 years and now they change things too. They change some of the acronyms and you're like, what are you talking? I have no idea what you're even talking about. (laughs) No, true story. It's uh, yeah, it's been interesting. You know, I mean, uh, like I said, just being 40 and then leaving a career like back home in Hawaii where I'm from and then like trying to figure out how you're supposed to make friends because now it's different like how I made friends is I had my core from high school and now I'm like I was in Hawaii and then now all of a sudden I was in the middle of Louisiana like in a you know a town that did I see I feel like Ashley's like I know where you went and like oh holy culture shock right there for you Yes, the town had an age past 1985. And I didn't know what to do with that. You know, I was like, Oh, I should say on post because it's more modernized here, because it had a Starbucks. And that's how I was like, (laughs) telling myself that's how like, safe I felt like, yo, there's a Starbucks here, we're gonna be okay, you know, and so that's, that's a little bit of my beginnings of being a military spouse. You know, the first thing we'll talk about that was really interesting. For sure. (laughs) It's always, it's a culture shock. I think anytime you move every single PCS, because every single place I've lived is so different. And even coming back here to Germany, I was like, oh, I know this, we got this, but they, they finally, I don't know how, but like got up to the modern age of like, (laughs) I feel like we're living in an actual society now compared to what we used to be. And so it's, it's different. Like we can pay with card. We don't have to think about as much of the things we used to have to think about going out. Yes. So it's always, always changing. Um, (laughs) True. True story. (laughs) 
So military balls, we'll kind of just kind of jump in there. I think some of the biggest questions that people generally have is like etiquette and like what to wear. So does anybody have like good advice on what to do when it's like preparing for the ball? I feel like first thing that needs to be stated about that is a like generational thing too. Even like you can put this towards not even just ball etiquette, but like any formal military event, whether it's a hail and farewell or another type of social event. Yes, it's a supposed to be a fun party-esque atmosphere, but like it's still a very professional setting. So when there's a dress code, you should follow it. I feel like a lot of people, especially more like the 18, 19, 20-year-olds, try to break out of that dress code just because like I just feel like that age in general like they've been set up with so many rules across the board that 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 is just like what they do in everything like you know they're pushing the boundaries with the dress codes at schools and now trying to always push that boundary so it's a professional setting so I've always told pick one or the other you see a lot of people asking like is a slit okay how low can you know the plunge line be so I'm always like pick one or the other do not do all like doing all is too much. If it's, if you can see through it and you can kind of see anything, no go. I've always said slits are fine as long as it covers, as long as you can cover areas, but I don't know. I think dresses are much more risque too nowadays compared to what they were like 10 years ago. Yeah. I think just trying to figure out what dress is appropriate is often hard because you want to still look nice and sexy yeah. right you want to feel good because how often do we ever especially as moms get to dress up like we don't get or, that opportunity. Or adults in general like we don't get to dress up in like super fancy dresses so like when you get to go I mean we just had one last year and it was so hard finding the dress because hey I'm an older spouse so like I was my whole thing was okay that dress is super cute but like how is it going to be viewed if I'm wearing this at a mid thirties compared to someone who's in their early twenties? Like it's <sighs> there's so many different things that you have to think about. So I went like super simple. I went so simple. And what was awesome about it was I had so many compliments on my very simple gold dress, which, you know, makes you feel nice when you get complimented, but you don't have to go full bling, show your boobs, show your thigh like something simple can be just as powerful well the thing when we well I say we I've been to seven balls <laughs> but that was like a long time ago so back then it was okay where are you going to go get your hair where are you going to go get your nails the dresses you know they definitely weren't as revealing as they are now but then like I follow some of the spouses pages and I read oh what do we wear to the ball and back when we would go and the girls would come with these really high slits and these really low cuts and one girl even came with like her back you could see like her booty crack it was bad like <laughs> you could see it you know we were like man she shouldn't be wearing that blah 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 but now I've found on like some of the spouses pages when I'm following and they're like what should we wear what should we wear People are saying, don't be salty that she's got big boobs and you don't. And, and again, so I agree with that. No, I do. I agree yeah. with that to a point. But there's a way to still keep it classy. You're not going to go to a military ball to pick up another man. No. <laughs> True. You want to look sexy know, to feel good about military ball, but, um, <laughs> You want to feel I, good about yourself, but you also want to make sure that you're being classy and respectful of yeah. your surroundings again I think that comes back with a generational thing I really do because mm -hmm. I will say like I've only somehow my husband has gotten out of out of his 15 years in the service we've only gone to two balls me too so <laughs> he, he tried to get out of them so many times but I will say like our ball that we had almost 10 years ago, completely different vibe. It was a much more, you know, it still had the fun, the elements of like a ball, like, you know, you had the dancing and the drinking, but it was much more formal. I don't know if that's just because the last ball we went to was just kind of a shit show, to be completely honest. Like it was just complete chaos and everything. And I agree. If you have the body and you want to flaunt it, flaunt it, look good, but also expect that you are going to be the talk. So if you don't want to be the talk in a negative way, then, I mean, 
I don't know. But let's also remember in this conversation, don't knock somebody's crown down. Help them fix it if it's tilting. Because you, in the same world as you are, Mm -hmm. they're going through the same stuff as a military spouse. Mm -hmm. So let's try to be... A little mindful of that when we do start going. Yeah. This girl shouldn't be wearing this because <laughs> we know, like a ball. A ball is going to include everybody. So you are going to have people who come to this who are not part of the military community, and a lot of those who are not dressed appropriately are mm-hmm. going to be dating. A, because their person who is bringing them in is probably not all that concerned about ruffling feathers in their leadership. Whereas like my husband, if I had put on something very risky, he'd be like, no, you can't wear that. Like you <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That. You can't trust these newer guys' yeah, opinions of what you're it's wearing. It's a generational yeah. thing because I definitely see like, you know, like even at the ball that we had, you said like people are not going to find husbands. And I laughed because we had one soldier who brought a date who left with a different soldier. Oh, see, that so, doesn't surprise I'm me. Sure. I was thinking of the story, like the first ball sure. we went to. One of the guys that my husband worked with brought two strippers as his date and they were dressed inappropriately. So you can't blame the military spouses. It's like the no. randos that they bring in. <laughs> right. I would definitely yeah. say, definitely say like, you know, m- most likely the one who's not appropriately dressed. Cause I, you know, I feel like a lot of spouses ask like, you know, is this a, pro- like I see it yeah. all the time. Like, is this dress appropriate? I think this slits too high and it comes like mid thigh. And I'm like, no, that's totally fine. Right. Just, you know, I've always said like a good rule of thumb. Like, you know, if you have a deep V, don't have a high, like high slit, like pick one or the other, like pick one focus. Yeah. And, you know, make that your asset. Don't be like, oh, you can see her butt. You can see her coochie. You can see her boobs all yeah. in one dress. Don't do that. But again, if you don't care what anybody says or worry that your husband may get pulled to the side by his commanding officer saying that that, that's not appropriate, do you, girl. Like, um, like Ken said, do you. No. I will say, like, I definitely, when we, when I went to my first ball, I had no friends yet. I did not understand the power of these Facebook groups with spouses in it where you can ask questions. I was not, I definitely was not going to go knock on a door and be like, hi, I'm the new person and can you be my friend? I didn't understand that's actually how it goes. So when we had to go to the first ball, I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to wear. Wait, this is a professional thing. This is not a professional thing. Like it, there were so many questions. I, and Ashley, Kim and Sabrina to be like, hey, no slit. I can tell you right now, the first ball, because I did it all by myself. My husband was not an any help. You know what I mean? He's like, just look nice. I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I was so stressed out. I, I didn't want to be that weird old person that showed up. And I probably bought like, because I was at Fort Polk, Louisiana, I probably bought, I don't know, like six Amazon dresses because I was like, does this work? Does this fit? And then I was like, I've not even been in one since high school. You know what I mean? So I, I was really stressed out. And I bought three. You're yeah. like for this last okay. one. I bought That's three. normal. That's normal then, right? You know? Um, but we also have to think about the spouses that can't afford that. So they're right. borrowing a dress or they're yeah. going to the post that has the dress allotments where you can come in and get mm-hmm. them. So some of them may not fit the way you want them to. I know mm-hmm. for me, the first one I went to, like it didn't fit me in the top the way I wanted it to. So it was a little too revealing. So we had to keep in mind too, that some spouses are doing the best they can with the dress that they have. Yeah, Yeah, that's a fair point. And there are a lot of great resources. A, spouses are always selling or giving their dresses away. I gave one of the three dresses I bought, I gave away, I actually gave it to a girl who couldn't afford a prom dress. Mm -hmm. It was more prom-y than it was like, I would feel comfortable wearing to a ball, but I'm also older. So I donated that to her. And then like my other dresses, I just took and donated to here at Fort Bragg. I know they have them at other installations, but it's called Operation Deploy Your Dress. Love them. Yeah. And that's a great organization. And you can get a free dress every Every year. year. And accessories. Yeah. Well, and and, like what's great about it too. And I definitely feel like, you know, ours just restocked, I heard. But like, you know, when I went to go look, I didn't, I didn't find a dress for the ball but I found a dress for a wedding which Mm. worked out great so I was like okay well I'll get this dress for a wedding I'm going to it was a little bit more little bit more casual compared to the other ones 
but it was vintage and I loved it. And I love vintage dresses. So like, I was like, I'm taking this one with me. But like every single year he, you can get one and they have more promy ones and your kids can get them too. It's not just you. So if you have kids who are going through prom or homecoming, like it's a great resource. And then, you know, our local thrift store has a bunch of dresses too that's on base. Like there's a lot of locations and people who are selling their dresses cheaper than what you could buy them in the store. So, you know, you just kind of have to look for them, but definitely utilize those programs out there. And like the one that's really big is Operation Deploy Your Dress. Yeah. Um, and it's really great. Yeah. Selena, I like you said here, they, I think you can make an appointment because you go in and they do, they try to find you accessories. They try to yeah. find your yeah. shoes. So it is really a great day for you to kind of just go in and feel that love from other military yeah. spouses. And that's also a great chance to ask, Hey, is this too much? Hey, does this fit yes. me the right way? No, it's like, it does, yes. it does have like the built-in friend that if you're new, but you know about the organization, that's somebody that you're like, cause they don't want you to walk out looking silly. You know what I mean? But no, yeah. All I had was my husband and at the time my 10 year old daughter, and I wasn't quite confident in their assessment when I said, <laughs> how does this look? Does this look okay? You know? Oh man. The hardest for, for me wasn't getting dressed for one of our military balls. Cause we'd been to several. We actually had like a, when my husband went warrant officer, like a formal with like all the warrant officers and everything that one stressed me out to no max because it was like, not a ball gown, but you had to wear a cocktail dress and all the cocktail dresses were really revealing and I'm a bigger girl, so I don't really fit. And yeah, it was just that, that. you're saying that. So we, ours ended up getting canceled. So we had a Christmas social scheduled and it drove me bonkers. Again, I think it's a generational thing because there was no dress code sent out none for spouses there was no this is a formal black tie there was no cocktail there was none of it and I would literally ask Jeremy anything else anything else like you know this event is supposed to be next Friday it's Thursday like I I I don't have it like you know do I have a dress do I not have a dress like I I don't know it drove me insane that the lieutenants who were planning this, who are, you know, 21, 22, didn't think that, oh, we need to put out a dress code for those who are attending. Yes, soldiers are going to come in their, in their dress uniforms. The spouses who are coming, we need to let them know, like, okay, hey, we didn't even know location. Like, you know, sometimes you can figure vibes from location. We didn't right. even have it. So I was really glad it got canceled. Even though I had already bought, like, four dresses to have, like, okay, okay. this is what I'm going to wear. Thankfully, I could take them back. But I was so upset because I'm like you guys like this this event's next week you, do you think women could just throw a dress yes <laughs> like, fabulous like no we have to go to 50 different stores and yes <sighs> online and try them on so especially like in a town like Fort Bragg where you know you have multiple units who are going through balls at the same time and there's a shortage of dresses and you know you're looking for things and you can't find something right in your size or something that you know fits your style so I was I feel like not putting a dress code on like an invitation or something it drives me insane like okay. I, I say that for weddings too like anytime you have a formal event and you don't put a dress code on it you send the people you're sending to into turmoil and that could just be me yeah. I'm like type A personality where I want to know all the details and I don't want to come overdressed, but I don't want to come underdressed either. So I want to know the appropriate attire. Yeah. You're asking for like, there's very unpredictable things that can happen when that is not given, you know, mm -hmm. but I do want to say like, you know, just you touched on it earlier, but like my very first one, I totally had imposter syndrome in the sense of like, you know, I, I am a bigger girl too. Am I enough? Well, I make my husband look okay. Well, I, you know what I mean? Well, I'd be, and I was like 40. I'm like, why do I care? But I was like, well, I'd be laughed at by the younger ladies. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I don't know. That's actually what stressed me out the very most out of all of the things was just not knowing how I was going to fit in when I landed in the lobby with my husband you know and I still didn't know anybody so I was like don't leave me I'm like a very extroverted introvert or a very introverted extrovert I don't know which it is but um yeah no introvert, yes. introvert is when you're kind of shy 
No. Yeah. But I'm, I'm both, I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I'm not really sure some days where I lie on that, you know what I mean? But so after picking the dress after the sixth one and shoes and the right pearls, it just pearls make me look like a grandma. Should I take the pearls off? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Do, do I wear red, li- red lipstick? Is that too much? Like, I mean, there was just so many silly questions with just the beginning of like, the etiquettes of wearing it. And then I'm like, can you wear red lipstick to a ball? And my husband's like, I don't know. I don't wear lipstick. They, and I'm never like, oh, no. they don't care. They're like, oh, I was in my uniform. It was straight. Nobody complained about what I was wearing. I don't know what everybody else was wearing. The they have it so easy because their uniform has to look like it has to look. And that's the end of the story. Right. Right. He's like, too many. He's like, you look fine. Like every single outfit. I'm like, but which one of the six? Which one of the six was like the best? you know I asking my husband like I sent pictures to like all like my the few friends I'm like okay which one am I wearing but yeah the thing it's crazy like all the questions that we ask ourselves in preparation of that event you see so many people saying like it's not my job it's his job whatever there are certain etiquette things that we have to like kind of still in place so that way because I mean unfortunately your husband your soldier could get potentially in trouble if you go in acting a fool. I mean, they might not get in trouble, but they're obviously going to get called into first sergeant's office or whoever maybe higher up than them and be like, hey, like next time your wife comes to an event, there is a type of etiquette in, the, in our workplace. And we expect anyone who comes to the events to be respectful. And no one wants to have that conversation. So again, be you, but also know it's, it's, it's not a party. It's not a club. It's a professional event. Mm. And there is a type of etiquette to that. And again, I keep saying this generational thing because like I know growing up, like I was taught like certain etiquette, like this is the way you behave at a party. This is the way you, you know, when you greet, you know, somebody, this is how you greet them and like saluting a shot, taking a shot, saying, hey, sir, and shooting may not be appropriate unless you're doing that as a group. But like when you're being introduced to a commanding officer, I don't know, there's there's a type of etiquette. I definitely feel like there's a a big difference. difference in wearing a dress that's yes. a little inappropriate yes. and then going in and like doing shots and saluting yes. there's that's two different ball two different fields there ball inappropriate etiquette. dress everybody right. may be like oh my goodness you know mm-hmm. hi, you know but if you're out shooting shots and doing crazy stuff in the middle of the floor then that's when your soldier's gonna probably yeah. get yeah i think that's yeah, when that boss goes and gets the grog bowl in the middle of an important <laughs> yeah, color yeah. of guards or something <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good transition into yeah. like what to expect because I know the first time I went yes. to ball, I had no idea. We were yeah. like, oh, is it like prom? Like, am I expecting we're just having no. dinner and then we're going to dance? No, it's it's yeah. not. And it's something you should definitely be prepared for. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. You know what? I, I just come from, I, I think the anxiety person in me also needs to like have all the information. So I know how to act. And it wasn't until we like rounded the corner and he goes, Oh, by the way, we're going to go through a line and you're going to meet all the important people. Yes. And I was like, what do I do? And I was like, do I, do I shake their hand? Do I curtsy? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like I just all of a sudden my brain didn't know how to work. Cause I was like, you know, he says they're the important people from post. And I was like, I don't know really what that means. And he's like, you don't curtsy. They're not the queen. I'm like, okay. But and then I was like, why did I say that? You know what I mean? And um, he's like, just shake their hands. I'm like, what if they don't extend their hand? Do I just like, hello? Like, what do I, do I even talk? He's just like, you are too much. And I was like, that's completely fair for you to do because like, you're probably a, you're not the only one. And I will say that that part of a ball isn't always there. It mm-hmm. should be. So like our last ball didn't have it there. So it really threw kind of a weird vibe because they're just like, oh, you know, our BC and, you know, our, our top people didn't want to, you know, be introduced to everybody. Yeah. So it kind of put a weird vibe out. So like doing things appropriately is important. But yeah, I totally the first time we went to a ball, my first one, I was just like, thankfully like I knew who they were and I had some interaction with them because I was a part of the FRG during that ball so it wasn't nerve-wracking for me but I could understand like never gone through that and just like what am I okay so when we do this what are we supposed to do are we supposed to go sit at the table are we supposed to do this what are we supposed to do like right no especially when it comes to like the higher rankings because you know your husband has to treat them a certain way, but you don't have to, you know, salute right. like all the things because you're just a spouse. And actually that was kind of reminds me of the story of the, the first ball we went to. Um, 
I, we were going down the line and then all of a sudden the one lady gives me this huge hug because we, I had just gone through a training for the FRG and I knew her personally, really, really personally. Cause it was one of the like trainings for what happens when a, a family member dies kind of thing. So Aww. we had spent weeks together training and I didn't know who her husband was, had no idea. Right. So she's just this really nice lady that was training me. I really liked her. We connected. And so we started talking and then she's like, Oh, and here's my husband, three-star general. And my husband was just like, he was like a private. He's like, why, why are we talking so friendly? He just didn't even know what to do. So it, it is, it's weird because of the ranks you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Like yeah. I couldn't be around like three-star general's wife. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sabrina, I totally thought you were going to say, and then you hugged him. Hello. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hello. <laughs> no, but we do have pictures with him because he, yeah. he started talking to my husband because I was talking to his wife and then right. we kind of hung out with them throughout the night, which was really odd as the private hanging out with the three-star general, but he was really, really nice. They were a nice couple. Yeah. Right. They are normal people, but they I don't are. know when you get into that space, all of a sudden it's like, I mean, I, Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I had followed you, Sabrina, I would have thought, oh, the spouse hugged them. So I guess we're supposed to hug people. And I was <laughs> yeah. and embarrassed the hell out of my husband, you know, like, oh, my God, what is my wife doing? Like her aloha spirit is coming through and she doesn't do this, you know? Well, and that's what's you saying that like there's a, a cultural aspect to it because there's so many cultures in the military. You have people from all over the world. Yeah. So like even that alone, like explaining to someone who was like okay well for my country we kiss on each cheek no matter what like you know explaining that okay well we might not do it at this event so um I guess like I've always just labeled it like I said professional setting like would you kiss your boss on the cheek every time you saw them no yeah. then that's probably not what you would do here but I'm the same way like I've made friends within the FRG where there are spouses of higher ranking like you know the battalion commander's wife yeah. and things like that and Jeremy always hated it he's just like <sighs> why? And I'm like, because I'm not in the service. So I can speak to anyone friendly. Like if we have something in common, I'm going to like speak about it. Mm -hmm. I know, but I know my lane. Like I know, like I can't go complain to her about certain things and you know, whatnot, because in lieu of him, potentially it getting back to him, but whatever. Um, it is weird not knowing those things. The biggest thing that weird, that weirded me out was the grog. <laughs> Yeah, it's so gross. Grog's terrible. What is it's the grog you say? <laughs> uh, it's different every single time. Yeah. I don't know. It was it different for you, Kim, like almost every single time. It has the same yeah. component. So, okay. So ours is super weird. Well, <laughs> it was super weird. So we were in Ranger Battalion. So we always had Ranger Ball. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one of our main people in Battalion lost one of his legs overseas. So we would always drink it out of his, his leg. Yep. So, like, that was, like, everybody was, like, yeah, it was, but, you know, it's part of it, and it's fun, and there's sand, and motor oil, and blood yeah, of they a tiger, put, and <laughs> they put so much stuff in there, and then they're loud about it, because, like, you know, they each, are. like, our last one, I don't remember our first one, like, I don't remember how they did it, but, like, our last one, each company's commander and first sergeant, like, were the ones that put in the ingredients, yeah, and they went through the whole story. I was like first off this is way too loud for me like maybe it's my age this is just too much <laughs> two they're like okay we're bringing pictures to each table everyone get a drink so I'm like I am not drinking that uh, like Jeremy was the same he, way Jeremy's like I he filled up his cup and he went like this and then dumped it in a different <laughs> cup he's like I'm not drinking this either but the ours all formed a line and they like ran up there to get it and it was like oh yeah the like, peak of the the whole ball like everybody had to get some we had glass shatter because like that is kind of like if you are planning a ball and you are in charge of helping do the grog do not use glass fine plastic <laughs> it's chaotic find something yeah. that's not going to break. because we had glass they they ran up with glasses and shattered it in the punch and I'm like that was the reason why I was drinking I think like, I was like hey number one I am not drinking shards right number two every one of you is sick and no so, but, but it's yeah, a tradition it's, so you have to remember for the soldiers it's, it's no, different no, it is not so a for us to drink that nasty we're stuff. like this is gross but the guys yeah. love it it's like they a do. part of who yeah. they are being in the military yeah it's, I smelt mine I smelt it that's all I did I went <laughs> and then I was like I think I participated and that is all that they're that thing is getting from me you know I'm not gonna lie there was a shot and then they all went 
there was never enough for me to ever get any. So yeah. like it was it, always yeah. Gone. I've, mm-hmm. I've always that yeah I was, I was like you guys have first if there's some left I'll have yeah. some but like no. are you sad about that Kim like are you sad yeah, that it was not at all okay. you're good <laughs> <laughs> I will say though that like I had some new spouses because you know the 82nd is a very young soldiers like it's mostly young GIs they're there from like 18 to like 24 and then unless they stay in, they're gone. They're doing their three or four years. So you have majority of them are really young. So a, it really does hype them up. Like it really gets them into like the mood. Usually once that's done, you know, leadership kind of like dips out. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. And then, you know, the party starts and of course they're all drunk. They just drink 10 different liquors. Yeah. Um, and who knows what else in there. And the spouses, my poor spouses, they're just like, why didn't you warn us? I'm like, I honestly forgot. I'm really sorry that like, that was so chaotic. Cause one of them was pregnant and she was like right up by the table where the grog was. And I should have been like, you might want to like move Not away. <laughs> Cause they literally like took off running. were jumping over each other. One person like jumped over the crowd into the bowl. Chaos. It's chaos. No. The second ball that I was at, um, we like, we drove like an hour and a half to like the resort that they had picked it at and we had eaten, eaten, eaten lunch and I got food poisoning, but it didn't hit me until the grog came into play. (laughs) So I was like, Oh, I'm not feeling good. We were sitting right next, like the commander was sitting next to me, my husband. And then um, I kept looking at him. I said, I can't do this. Like, I don't think I'm going to, I said, I'm going to hurl right on the table. And he's like, he just, we're trying to talk with our eyes. And then I, I was like, I said, I have to. So I literally said, excuse me. And I like, I bolted past some like makeshift wall that was only for the staff. They freaked out when I came back there. And then I was like, and then I left. And that was because the grog, the grog had come and I don't know the smell of like you said, like twenty million liquors and hot in. sauce and whatever <laughs> else. Is yeah, it's just yeah, that did me in. And then I was down for the whole night. My husband's like, send me a message. Are you okay? Like, should I come back? I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Like, you can go have fun with all the boys, and I am going to literally sit here and hug the toilet. You know. But thank Ooh, you, Brock. Miserable. Yeah, it was different. How it was different. You, so, how did you feel about driving an hour and a half away for a ball? So, you know, it's funny. I come from Hawaii, right? Everything is like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to 45 minutes, maybe tops. And so I was like, wow, why is everything so far? But I get it because they put us in the middle of nowhere and nothing else are nice, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So um, I I guess I liked that we could leave our area and go to a different spot. Because for me, it wasn't normal to just take a day trip. I'm like, it's a day trip. This Hawaiian girl, it's a day trip taking Mm -hmm. a two-hour drive. Um, But I liked that we could see a little bit more of where we were. I don't know if that's the old person in me. I liked, uh, like, I don't know. I liked knowing, oh, okay, there is a nice place where they've stationed us. Like, that is, that we get to experience while we're here. So do I wish it was closer? Yes, because then my daughter could have stayed home. We didn't have to drive home drunk. You you know what I mean? Like, we stayed in the hotel. You had to make all these arrangements. And sometimes I just, you know. See, I can understand, like, having to make the arrangements was really sucky. But, like, for me... I personally wish the balls were a little bit further away just because, you know, we had the option to get in the hotel. Like there was no worry about, okay, you have to drive home. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can't drink enough. Like you could yeah. enjoy your night. You had someone watching your kids. Um, like when we lived in Alaska, ours was downtown. So it wasn't technically too far away, but because mm-hmm. it was Alaska and, you know, it would take 30, 45 minutes to drive anywhere. We went ahead and got a hotel. So from like where the ball was to our house, it was like 45, 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I love that we could, stay and then go right back to the hotel we got ready at the hotel and everything so it was it was nice here at Fayetteville it was at the worst place in town like oh. there's not anything really nice here so like yeah. you know you're using like a convention center room or like a dirty I mean we literally yes. had the ball where they hold the state fair like pigs and and donkeys like that's literally where we had it this past year and everyone was like it was just crazy and so um, and everyone's like, well, why can't we go to like Southern Pines or Raleigh? And I was like, because apparently all the young GIs don't want to do that. But then, you know, when command asks one thing and you ask them another thing, it's always different. So, right. you know, speak up if you want to go far away, speak up yeah. to you when they ask like, hey, we're right. planning a ball. Where do you guys want to have it? Speak up. Or but you, soldier to speak yeah, up you said something not, earlier. It's yeah. planned by like a young 20 year old who's yeah. never hosted it's- an event. Yeah, creating an experience for 
the their unit and the spouses. And that's not really that they didn't come in. That's not their MLS, right? They're not like, yes, I am an event planner. Uh, no, it's you I know? Mean, no, it's usually some lieutenant who's at a desk job, right? At the battalion who's doing the job. And I was cracking it because they're like, oh, we have it handled. We have it handled. Because the FRG was like, you know, let us know if you need help. Let us know if you need help. It was two weeks prior. They're like, we we had block leave, and then our ball was like day four of coming back from block leave, and they're like, okay, well we need we need centerpieces, and it was day like two days before block leave, and we're just like, okay, well maybe we can help you when we come back. I was like, you know, I'll be gone the first week of block leave. I can help. The other thing was is two nights before the ball, I was like, how are you telling people where they're sitting? Are there? Did you guys go have place cards printed? Yeah. Do you have table numbers? It's like, oh, well we have a chart with everyone's name on it I'm like okay did you print numbers and they're like no and it's like right like I I got it the young guys they don't think about it so you have to speak up when they are asking those questions because mm-hmm. they they supposedly ask like you know do you guys want to do this do you guys want to do this you have to encourage your soldiers to speak up for you yeah, so. I think that getting a hotel is a good tip, though, because yeah. we were young and we didn't have kids yet when we went to the balls. Um, they were back when we actually were stationed in Hawaii. And yeah, everything's close, but it was nice to not have to drive through the traffic of yes. Hawaii to get oh home. My gosh. And I also I've never really been a like out late kind of person and I didn't really mm-hmm. know his friends. So it was nice because I had the escape. The hotel was right across yeah. the street. So when mm-hmm. I was done, I'm like, all right, I am going back to the room. You enjoy the rest of your night. I didn't want to like take that from him and be like, you got to take me home. I'm done. So mm-hmm. it, it was kind of nice to have that. Also, I got a break from it. Well, it's a nice break. Like you're already like making it a date night per se. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting glammed up, everything like that. Like you might as well just do a little bit of extra if you can, if you can afford it. Obviously, I think our our ball when we were in Alaska, they included an option to have a discounted room, and we were like, oh yeah, like one hundred percent do that because like they were offering shuttle services back to post. But we didn't live on post. So like, we're like, okay, well, that's not going to work for us. So let's get the hotel. And like here, this past one, they did offer shuttles to, for the single soldiers to go back to the barracks. I remember our first ball gym, we got so drunk, like almost had to carry him back to the hotel drunk. And I was like, this would have not been fun if I had to like get him in a car and drive him 45 minutes away. Like that would have not been fun. And it blows my mind because I know we've talked about Jeremy a lot on this and how introverted he is and like how he's like, I don't want to go type of personality. That man was literally the last soldier to walk out of that building at our last ball. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, why are we still here? Like, everyone's (laughs) left. And we are sitting at this table with three other people. And I'm like, why are we still here? I was like, you just have to be the person who like walks out at the end of the party, even if you weren't drinking or anything. He's, He's a mess. But no. um, it's interesting to see different personalities come out at the ball. So, so it's a nice oh, yeah. way to get to know other people in a less structured environment. It's not the same as going to like an FRG meeting or a, a family event is, you know, a little bit better. But like, you know, a lot of single soldiers or a lot of families that don't have kids don't normally come to those family events. So like have an event where it's kind of a spouse only or a no kid event. opens up people to be a little bit more willing to come to the event compared to other events that might be hosted. No, I totally, I, you know what? I was so bummed at the second ball that I got sick and had to leave because I like, I knew people, I had friends that I was waving to. I wasn't just relying on my husband, you know, and I, I I was so bummed. I was so bummed, but I was glad that we, like you said, I was glad we had the hotel room. I would not have known where we would have gone where I mean I barely made it back to the hotel room other than the poor servers like I was like it wasn't on the food guys just FYI I did not (laughs) on there the serving food but yeah I was really bummed but I was grateful that we had a hotel room that I could just like you know by the time my drunk gambled out husband came back into the room I was just like oh don't breathe on me like I might just go for round two on the food poisoning Mm -hmm. But he had a great time and I was glad he could stumble back and he figured out where our room was, you know, so that was a, that was a plus. Can I share something about the, one of the things, um, because I was a new military spouse, one of the things that I like nervously did on the first one was like, they sing in the army, they sing that army song. And I, I definitely was not prepared. And what I was not prepared for was hearing my husband sing and he never sings. 
Mm-hmm. And he's holding this paper and I like, I don't, but I nervously just started to laugh. Like, and I couldn't <laughs> stop myself. And I was like, oh my God, you are so rude. And I was like trying to look down and then I would just close my mouth and we're on the table with all his hire people. And I'm thinking, oh my God, now I'm going to get him fired. I don't know. Can he get fired? Like from the army? Like, I don't even know. And um, I'm just like, don't look at him, but they sing. And and I was like, okay. Okay. There's so, so many second- traditions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that one took me by surprise. Cause you see a lot of men, you know, I mean, I've been in I'm high school and frats, like they're very proud. They'll sing something, but my husband, it was like, you know, you're still learning about who they are and in the role as a military guy and not like your mm-hmm. best friend and husband. And I just was like, who are you? Like, <laughs> you know, you're singing a song that would never make it on a playlist for you, like out loud. <laughs> and I just that's 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 drill like, that into them. So I don't know. I just want to bring that up. And I apologize if we were ever on the same table. I was not being rude. I just was so nervous about what my husband was doing next to me by singing a song, you know? I think that's so. kind of goes with the what to expect. I don't think people know what to expect when it comes even during, like, you you know, you hear the stories of the partying and that's what we're talking about the most. Yeah. But there, we came back, the first one we went to was after they'd been in a year in Iraq. So they it was the longest what felt like the longest speech meeting boring snorefest that I had ever (laughs) sat through in my life I didn't know who they were talking about I didn't care honestly and they talked for like an hour solid while you're sitting there like I want my food I don't care about this they had a whole slideshow of pictures from the deployment and you're just sitting there like so do expect that it's not going to be the same every time obviously if they're not coming down for deployment it's going to be a little different too but there is a chance that you will just be sitting there listening to the commanding team talk for a good long time. Well, mm-hmm. and then they normally have a guest speaker. Majority mm-hmm. of them will have a guest speaker yeah. of some sort, whether it's a someone who used to be in the unit. Um, like we had the first ball, we had a World War II veteran who came in, which everyone was really excited to meet him because he was like, I can't remember his name, so don't ask me, but he was a very well-known 82nd soldier and then our last one we just had someone who had been in our unit who had been in the unit before and um and his wife so you know they always talk to you and sometimes they talk for a really long time sometimes they're really quick and just like all right let's get to it so there's a lot of different traditions that change with each, each one unit. is definitely yeah. different each one's different so it depends on the unit it depends on the command team like i said our last ball compared to other balls I've been to and what I've been told about other balls, not on par with any of the other balls. There was a lot of things that weren't done that were supposed to be in that ball etiquette. So everyone's different. I can't believe you've been to, I mean, I can believe you've been to seven, Kim. Like I'm surprised I've only been to two. Yeah. I We only went to two and it was when we were pre-kids. That was a long time ago, which is weird. Well, just to remind y'all, we are only about eight months from retirement so (laughs) well I mean Jeremy's Um, at 15 years you gotta think in in ranger battalion we had one every two years so it was every cycle so I went to four there and then we had a aviation one when my husband went aviation and that was probably the best one because they even like brought us spouses up and all the soldiers gave their spouses wings around the oh, neck and oh, like it was cute. just that was the absolute best one and then we've been in two big army balls at Campbell so yeah and those traditions change everyone's... too depending on the unit I think a lot because we the first yeah. one we went to was a cavalry one and it was so different it was so cute to oh my see god the cavalry ones hats. are and they're insane. Yeah. I've heard that the cavalry ones are insane. Like, you know, when we went and to review like ball locations, they're like, you guys are on a cab unit, are you? And we're like, no, mm-hmm. why? And they're like, okay, good. Cause y'all, like, they are like, we normally have to call Thanks. the police on them like every single time. <laughs> oh. <I'm> like, <laughs> Cab is um, a weird thing. My husband was only kind of a, was attached to the cab unit. So he got to do all the traditions. Like he did the um, spur ride and all that stuff. And I actually got to do the spur ride, spouse's spur ride, which was really fun. So cool. cab is definitely different. They are a wild infantry type of folk. and they, But they, they earn their things. You know, they do a lot of really hard challenges to prove who they are. So I guess it kind of, they earn where they are. 
say yeah. like I know Kim was saying like every two years and that's technically like what it's supposed to be like you're supposed to do it like you know every two years like every time you change command with the with the battalion but you know deployments and stuff like affect that you know we were supposed to I mean there we should have had three balls here to be completely honest but because of mm -hmm. COVID and rapid deployments like they were all canceled yeah. so and then like you know younger enlisted they can get out of balls. I think that's important to say that like there is to a certain, to a certain rate, it's expected for you to show up. Like if yeah. you're, I would say most likely at least at E6 and above, you are expected to show up to the ball. Yeah. Below, there's a little bit more wiggle room. Like, well, sir, I don't have the money or I don't really want to go. And they're like, okay. But the tickets so are usually based off a rank it too. Is. So it and is I always say, based off of the rank. We yeah. My husband deployed a lot. And we always yeah. fit a ball in there. So it's, yeah. it was just on rotation of when we did it. Well, I think um, ours is because we rapidly deploy with IRF. So like we'd have one yeah. plan, but then we deploy with a, like a two hour notice and then those would cancel. But I've, I've noticed in the big army, it's not as important yeah. as what it was in that small community of where yeah, we I were. I agree. Yeah. So I think there's a difference there too on how those traditions are in that smaller community versus what some private planning a ball may be in the big army. Yeah, um, I agree. Because they, they are different. They're a lot different. Yeah, I definitely see more ranger units or those small specialized units holding those balls more often. But you know what? We had one of our balls canceled and one of our companies decided they're like, forget this. Like we've put in so much work the last two years. We're going to have our own ball. And they did a company level ball and they had such wow. a good time. So they were able to do like a smaller venue. It was a cheaper cost, but they still got dressed up and everything like that. And they had a great time. So, oh, awesome. um, I mean, I guess if you're an FRD person and you want to have your own ball because you guys haven't had a ball in a long time, I mean, yeah. as long as you get it approved, my friend is like, go for it. But right. um, then they had the ball and then we literally were like told like, okay, well, we're having a ball in, in a month and a half. So, <laughs> Kim, of your seven, like what was your favorite one? Um, the one where we did the aviation one, we were able to actually invite up to four guests. Oh. So my husband was allowed to take myself his brother, he actually took both of his brothers and his sister. So it was the four of us and then my husband and they like brought me up on stage and they, you know, gave thanks to all the spouses and I got my wings, which oh. I always wear. Yeah. And then it kind of gave like a slideshow of what they've done and how far that this has come. It was really nice. It was small. It wasn't like a huge thing, but we got really dressed up and it that was great sweet, though like that sounds yeah. special like sounds special when you can like point out like what individual soldiers have done great on and like actually like say like okay this person or this this team or this platoon did so well and you're able to express that where when you have an entire battalion that is you know company sizes of 140 yeah. people each it's it can like there's none of that like there's no they're like hey we did a great job and yeah, it's more personal when you also get to meet the spouses that you actually are going to be going through the same things with, I think. And it's a little bit more, it's a good chance for you to meet people in your, mm -hmm. in your area. I will say my first ball, I found out I was pregnant, like, the oh. day of. Oh, my gosh. I would have just so, been crying all day, like, just being happy. I feel like, and like, you know, like, the grog. Oh, my God, it's so great. The grog is so great. Like, you know. Yeah, they're all, they're all so different. My husband... He's gotten out of the last two. So we haven't been in or we haven't gone to any balls in the last five years mm -hmm. because he's gotten out of the last two. I think they actually just previously had one maybe a month ago. Yeah. And he is like, I don't care about him anymore. I don't want to go. You know, that's his choice. I love getting dressed up, but after you've been to so many, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, let's yeah. just stay home or not yeah, you know do it's this kind of so a rite of passage it's right. almost it's a great experience you should yeah. definitely it's, go especially for military spouse like it's almost kind of like you know that's hey it's the one thing we get to look forward to is having <laughs> yes. the ball getting dressed up and looking nice like <laughs> yeah. the only thing that we get excited about like in the military world I mean, yeah. maybe a promotion because that means more money. But right. <laughs> in terms of events, it's the only thing we really look forward to. So 
um having them is super fun but like also if you're the type of person personality who like i don't really care you're not missing out on too much but yeah. i think it's um, a, you at least need to experience to it once if your husband's yeah. willing yes. and you can do it because yeah. you're gonna I mean, learn so much about the the military traditions you're gonna see yes. some of the people he works with that you may never see you're gonna there, yep. it's, yeah. it's cool it okay. is cool to go yeah. to at least once to back up there do not let your spouse talk you out of going because if he or she does not want to go you as they're gonna like you should at least go <laughs> yeah. once or twice like yeah. go experience or it. Like I know my wife doesn't guys, want to go so we're going like, <laughs> of course yeah, some guys got deployed and their spouses still went together like it's oh, a great time to go yeah. you know yeah. just yeah. for that night of fun yeah no, you're right. I think just like, especially if you're stationed in places where, you know, your daily outfit is your pajamas and your mm-hmm. mom bun, you know what I mean? And you, you're waiting at the bus stop for that bus to drop your kids off and then you're just rinse and repeat, right? And, yes. Yeah. Um, it is nice. I, and everybody should go to one. As much as I was so scared to go to it for all my own reasons, it was a great experience. And me and my husband had fun, you know, like, we we're taking the selfies like we were 18 years old and living that life. And <laughs> or the ball great. pictures where you stand oh, yeah. on the ball. The pictures are horrid. No, can oh, I tell you? Look, this is gonna be better though. This is gonna be better. better. No, my husband nixed that photo. And I was like, okay, like I guess we can take our own photos. And I didn't understand the importance of that photo and then um we were gonna do photos after the second ball where I got sick but um the, the line was too long so we had to come after but of course we didn't go after because I was gone but yes I'm so bummed I don't have the official ball picture that's all that's <laughs> yeah missing. dude definitely if you see that they have photographers go right yes. away because I know go the right one away. That we went to see I, I pulled up the picture because I couldn't find it earlier but oh. this oh. one we didn't know that that was the first yeah. time we went to it and so we were like oh we'll go after the dinner they were gone they were completely gone so oh. um, we, we went after dinner this last ball but you can see like sweat on our faces from where we were like we weren't <laughs> even dancing it was just because it was so warm in the building like jeremy has like listening and i'm just like 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 dewy all over Terrible. and i was just like don't wait like go take your pictures when your makeup is looking on point yeah when you first walk in (laughs) but like ours was um this last ball they did like a like um like they didn't have a professional photographer it was a like a wedding booth like um type thing so Mm -hmm. like you just got in and then you had to kind of like zone yourself in and it would snap a photo so like they were very like some were really great and some were like, eh. Mine yeah. also took literally seven days to be sent to my phone because you <laughs> typed in your phone number and it was sent to you. And I was like, oh, I guess like maybe I typed it in wrong because, you know, I had had a couple drinks. Yeah. And when that, nope, seven days later, it showed up. So like there's different ways. Like our first ball, we had a professional photographer. Have I used those photos in anything? Nope. I literally found them the other day when we were moving. And Jeremy's like, do you want these? I'm like, no, look how dead I look. Cause I was pasty. Cause I mean, we lived in Alaska. So I was like, yeah, no white. sun. It did your skin. No sun. Uh, and it was the middle of the winter too. So it wasn't like I had like the, you know, the scent from the summer, but I was dying. Cause I was just like, this is, these are not that nice, but I've seen some really pretty ones too. Right. I, I will say that was probably one of the biggest disappointments with one of the balls is that they had a photographer, but instead of doing like the nice background where you go inside, she had us like in the direct sun in front oh. of these flowery bushes that had bees flying around oh, them no. and it was hot. And I was like, the, the pictures turned out horrible. I was so yeah. disappointed. So hopefully the people planning your ball get their act together and prepare for a photographer to actually do nice photos yeah because they would do more if you don't buy them they're just they're still good keepsakes for the military like memory you know yeah Yeah. i i actually wish and i and this might be like people might utilize this i just haven't had I wish that they would do more like of an event photographer person who's going around and taking photos of people at the tables and dancing and kind of like talking because like that's what most people are doing. No one wants to really yeah. stand in the line to take a picture, but they still want memories. 
of the night. So having those pictures. So if you're planning one, I, I always suggest like, you know, an event photographer would be a nice little like something. Um, I think we had one, but they were literally only there for the first 30 minutes and we didn't start on time. So Just the they speeches were, were yeah. No, not even that. Like we literally like the the whole like speech, like the whole like um color guard and everything, like was supposed to start at like like uh six PM and we didn't start until like six forty five. Like it was Ooh. very uh delayed. Yeah. Um like I said, when this ball was kind of a craziness, yeah. It was craziness. You're There's watching your salad like wilt as it like they keep talking about <laughs> sitting on the table already, right? <laughs> it, I I love balls. I Jeremy got us out of going to the balls when we first got married, I think we had two, like when we were here first at Bragg and he was just like, I don't want to go. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. We won't go. And then finally in Alaska, I was like, we're going. Like I told him, I was like, we are going. I want to go. You are now at a point where like, you're not this E1, E2, E3, whatever, like let's go. But you have to, you, I feel like you have to tell your soldier. Cause I, this past ball, like everyone was just like, we need more tickets sold. And I'm sitting there going like, for what they're like a ball right. I was like well this is the first time I've heard of this and the yeah. ball is in, is in six weeks I was like if you want participation you need to send it out through the the female yeah channels, like the FRG like where it gets to the spouses because I the know. spouses are gonna want to go that was, was like, my husband's frustration with this one is they were like oh the ball's in two weeks and he's like what <laughs> yeah I definitely feel like what some military of these yeah, I feel like some of these bigger, like we, they're wanting to plan a ball for the fall here, but they're like, they, they've given themselves like a five month span. And then I guarantee you that they're not even going to look at this again until like the month before the first month. And yeah. that's how this last one was. Like it was literally a six, less than a six weeks notice. And I didn't even know about it. And I'm an FRG leader. And I was just like, if you guys want participation, you have to put it out through the appropriate channel. So, yeah. you know, if your husband's coming home and saying, hey, there's a ball, go tell your spouse, friends, like, hey, yeah. did you hear about the ball? Because they probably haven't heard. Because, yes. you know, we've talked about this. Our soldiers don't always come home and tell us everything. Yep. Or I'm surf just, the yep. post that's on your local base page yes. where people are asking what to wear because it's probably your ball and you don't even know it. I know. Be like, what unit is this for? No, if they had put information at the bus stops, like when I would like walk my kid there in the mornings and pick her up, like I would probably know more of what was going mm -hmm. on if they just stuck a flyer there. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I know. I know. <laughs> Sabrina, your, your yeah, weird ahead. story about a hug, I have to tell you, I went to my husband's hell and farewell, which, um, go to a ball instead of a hell and farewell. The hell and farewells are... <laughs> usually very boring um yes, completely this one world. was kind of a joke but um again different units different planning this lady I my husband lives in Savannah so I don't really get to meet anybody that he works with and he's been there for five years so I go down there for his hell and farewell and this beautiful like short blonde hair lady with like this beautiful dress on she comes up and literally grabs me and I'm like, what is going on? I don't know who anybody is. Like, are you a spouse? Are you a soldier? And she's like, you're Clag's wife, right? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, I just love you. And I love your husband. And I love how he talks it and just going on and on. And she walks <laughs> away, never speaks to my husband. So then afterwards, I'm like, who's really tall that? pretty girl blah, blah, blah. and he's like I don't know who you're talking about and I'm like you have to know who I'm talking about because she like hugged me like y'all are like BFFs and he's like uh. <laughs> and finally it dawns on him like who I'm talking about and he's like oh yeah pull med duty with her she's really cool and I'm like, <laughs> that's all yeah I'm telling you okay <laughs> I, I don't know but that hug was like intense but that's kind of sweet though you know, because then you yeah. know he's talking about you when he's at work and stuff right. clearly good things it's yeah. just weird how somebody like comes up and hugs you so be prepared for that because yeah, no. you don't know who's gonna know who you are <laughs> right <It's true>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well this was a really really fun chat I I'm glad we talked about it because I didn't think about it for a while and I was like man this is something that especially I think a lot of it was because we started our podcast 
COVID. So there were not balls. Yeah. There were not balls for a couple of years there. So it's definitely coming back. And I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of you that are going to are going to balls coming up. So hopefully this helps you guys be a little bit more prepared and not feel like it's you're the you're you're not the only one who doesn't know what's going on, right? We we've all been there. So enjoy it. Drag your husband to it. It's worth doing for sure. So they'll be fine. They're going to enjoy themselves. Even if they say they're not absolutely love it. Absolutely. will enjoy themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And Selena, thank you for coming on. I will have all of her information. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're, or you own a business and you're looking for some marketing or learning about social media, we'll have all of her ways to get a hold of her as well. So if you're looking to have questions along that line, um, she will have all of her information in the show notes. Hey, thanks so much. You ladies were like so awesome. I wish I had you on my first ball because it would have been so different. So thanks for having me. Yes. So we have a couple more episodes obviously still coming up. So you guys will love to listen up. They're all going to be more this girl chat this year. So it's kind of transitioned into this. It it feels better for us. It feels like home for us to be able to just chat and yeah. sit down to coffee. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode and we will catch you next time. Buck up, buttercup.